I'm saying, you guys, is that if the turtle... Welcome to the Team Trashcast. My name is Wasteland. You may also know me as TJ. I'm Dr. Compost, a.k.a. Aaron. I'm Logan Landfill. And today's topic is going to be very nerdy. We're talking about Pokemon today. We're going to call this episode Pokemon and the Power of Friendship. Oh, boy. I'm imagining myself doing like that rainbow that Spongebob does. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody, uh, the way that you said it was just enough for everybody to be like, ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so if somebody, if they want to stop listening, they could just do it now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we're going to be talking about what uh, it's been like, you know, uh, what it is like being adults um, playing Pokemon and growing up with it, uh, making friends, building community, uh, and seeing how it's kind of followed us through different stages of our lives uh, to connect with people. Uh, these This fun, silly little game. And today I have on one of my bestest friends on the show. Uh, he is a dear uh, homie of mine. His name's Emilio, but he needs a trash nickname since he's going to be entering our universe. <laughs> Emilio, do you have any ideas of what you want your nickname to be, sir? To be honest with you, um, I would say TJ's game, but um, I have to. Wow! <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow! This dude is on the show for five minutes, like five seconds, and he already killed one of us. Wow! Dang, man! It hasn't been two minutes. Oh wow! I just called you my best friend, and that's. <laughs> what do you want your nickname to be? Give him patience for you. Oh man! <laughs> um, my goodness, wow. I can't. I can't think of many names that will correlate with Trash and Emilio. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, this, I, it just seems like oct- it seems more, like an know? easy thing to do. You know, like we could just go. Yeah, right. Like we could just call easy. You Mick- there you go. Easy. Yeah. That's not. That's not that <laughs> easy. <laughs> uh, we could call you Mick Garbage if we. If you wanted, like, if you Mick Garbage. No, Mick Garbage, like oh, McDonald's Mick garbage. garbage. Like if McDonald's made a uh, sandwich. Where mm-hmm. they just stopped trying to hide the fact that they're trash. Well, oh no, it's, it's called the fish fillet. Oh man! I thought you were just gonna say every sandwich they make. But first of uh, all, no, because they 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 had the Travis Scott meal, so you can stop that right now. Uh, um, right. <laughs> that just came out. That just uh, came out. That is true. I wish like Are when I said that. Start talking about the commercialization of hip hop now. Like, is this gonna is this conversation we're gonna have? Maybe we should decide what his nickname is gonna yeah, be. Let's, we should um, probably refocus. Um, yeah, no, that's true. Um, <laughs> See, it's hard because E's, there's not many E names. Well, least. think outside the box. What about um, Happy Bag? No, that's terrible. Happy Bag. <laughs> I think you're stuck on the, 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 the McDonald's thing now. <laughs> How many Travis Scott meals have you had, fam? Like... Two. <laughs> <laughs> it just came out. Yeah, um... I'm pulling me shot. Honestly, I went and got it because of TikTok. Like, honestly, I was like, wow, that's good marketing. <laughs> and I was like, I could go for some McDonald's right now. So uh, maybe examples could help because it doesn't need to necessarily, it doesn't have to start with an E if you didn't want. Like, uh, we've had a bunch true. of different nicknames. Like, my brother was on the show, um, and because he wanted to make his nickname similar to mine, mine's Dr. Compost. He went with PH, uh, he went with recycler phd mm-hmm. jake was on and his name was like a uh, rad, rad roach which is like something new with fallout yeah. i think it was an, an oh, it's an enemy type yeah. fallout. um so it could do it could be something new with like a video game or something oh um, well like since, since your name could be trubbish <laughs> well i was just gonna say um you know i could i could be uh trub the, the trubbish the trubbish the e trubbish 
Each rubbish. Each rubbish. Each rubbish. I could. Yeah. Since since, since it's a Pokemon episode today. Okay. That's true. We could so go we... with leftovers. We could get. Oh, oh that's so leftovers. good. That is so good. That's yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. That is perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> leftovers. I love it. And it's it. You are now right. deemed leftovers. Leftovers. I'm there leftovers. we go. All right. It, it's ironic. I hate leftovers. Do you I really? Wait, like, I know TJ. TJ's all about the leftovers. I know that. Okay, I, he's, are, oh, okay, we're talking about the item. Okay, we're yeah, not talking okay. about the food. Okay. <laughs> leftovers. Oh no, is... I hate, oh no, I hate when TJ has leftovers too in the game because then he puts it on the the derpiest Pokemon and you can't. Beat I it. do not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna have my battling styles attacked here. <laughs> first wow. of all, what it, first of all, it's <laughs> getting real personal already. First of all, seeing your leftovers. Let's make something very clear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Get to this. It's uh, so, derp I have it's so a... derpy that I had to name a Pokemon after TJ called he Mr. Does. Randolph. He named a Ferrothorn Mr. Randolph because <laughs> he was so tired. Because I, I was using Ferrothorns a lot and he would like, he was tired of it. So he named one Mr. Randolph and then would use it against me like a weenie. Uh, mind um, okay, games. so all the, about mind games. the story behind Leftovers is. That uh, Emilio and I, um, we get, uh, we have dinner. I, him, he, me, him, and his wife, we have uh, dinner together once a month. Each uh, month, like one of us will pick like a different restaurant or spot to try it. I am of the restaurant philosophy that like when I go out to eat, it's a treat. You know, I cook at home a lot, so like I, I like to indulge in it. So I always over order food so that when I wake up the next day, I have like restaurant leftovers for breakfast. It's it's my equivalent of like cold pizza. It's to me, it's a brilliant system because I'm still like having a delicious meal the next morning. But for breakfast, though? Yeah, like okay, so we went to this place. Yeah, breakfast in... is supposed to be like ninety percent sugar. Pass. <laughs> like, we went to this place in Camp Hill called um, where did we go? Cork and Fork. Oh yeah, Cork and Fork's great. Yeah, um, and we they had like this really good flatbread, and I had some left over, mm. so that's what I had the next morning. I had like flatbread like that morning. I thought this was a Pokemon episode. This is I'm confused. confused. Yeah, this, is very <laughs> cool. this has been six minutes <laughs> of, of rambling. Um, so we're going to get moving to the next segment, uh, which is going to be Trashy 20s. In this segment, we like to see if our hosts or guests have any type of stories revolving around a topic. And I thought today we could talk about what Pokemon means or represents to you. Um, and if you guys didn't mind, I was just going to share a little uh, story yeah. about what is represented for me. Pokemon, uh, when I was a young lad, represented as like when I was like six years old, represented an entryway into becoming friends with like other kids. Because I was like, I don't know what that is, but it seems like really cool. And other kids seem to be like into it. And maybe I could be friends with them because we're all excited about the same thing. Um, and then as I was growing up in my like early teen years... Honestly, Pokemon represented just an activity, something for me to do, something that I was good at. Even though it was, um, you know, just like a game, it was something I could find like a passion for. And then the tough, like a really tough time in my life, in my like, high school years, Pokemon, my early high school years, Pokemon represented, honestly, that I, I had just moved to a new area and I didn't really have any friends. So all I would do is be in the house playing Pokemon um, and hang out with my sister because I just moved to the area and I didn't have a chance to really make any friends. But then, when I was about 16 or 17, I realized, wait a minute, I'm playing this thing that's really popular. I know there are other people in my school who play it. So when I was a junior in high school, I went to um, my the principal of the school with an idea uh, for a club. Um, basically, it would bring together people who play video games um, just so that they could hang out for just an hour once a week at the school. 
And I was like, if I'm playing these games and other people are playing these games, like maybe we should just get us together. And I honestly, my main excuse was I just wanted to play Pokemon with people. <laughs> I wanted to have some friends to play Pokemon with. And during that following year, um, the, pr the principal approved the idea. It didn't really cost any money. I got to found, create, and run our school's first video game club. Uh, and this was about, actually about 10 years ago. I recently found out that it is still running to this day. Oh, wow. That's yeah, cool. and I, to me, it's this may sound kind of cheesy. It's one of my proudest achievements because mm. I just wanted it to be a place where kids could go for just an hour and they could like get into their thing that at the time was yeah. considered really weird. Plus, a 10-year club is, is pretty big for a school district. I yeah. mean, some clubs can come and go pretty pretty quickly, pretty frequently, especially in, in the era of like school that we are in right now. Mm -hmm. um, if it's like still running, that means it's really important to a lot of people. I have, um, matter of fact, we got interviewed by the school paper. Well, actually, I got interviewed by the school paper about it when I was in my senior year, and I actually laminated and have like a printout of that um, article, which is not the greatest article, but it represents to me something that like, I wanted to do this and bring people together just because of this simple thing and it worked and I had a lot of people come back to me over a few years after that I did that uh, saying that they were glad to kind of have this like small place and that they they were happy that like this was made and this was a place that they could come to and if I'm very proud about it and to me it, it, it was the beginning of me loving community mm -hmm. and then in college I wanted to do the exact same thing and I tried to get it off the ground, but I actually couldn't. But what ended up happening is I ended up meeting Emilio. Now, Emilio and I had actually gone to high school together, but we and we crossed paths, but we didn't necessarily know we were into some of the same, like, kind of nerdy things. Mm -hmm. So he and I, I saw him playing his DS one day in the, like, in one of the college, like, hallways. And I was like, oh, I know that guy. He's playing a DS. Like, we have to chat. And since then, he's become uh, one of my... Lounge. <laughs> yeah. He's become one of my best and dearest friends. And it was all just because I saw him playing Pokemon. That's crazy. Our friendship has, like, grown to, like, you know, we, we've seen each other in different phases of life. You know, he's married right now and he has a kid on the way. Um, and I have this podcast. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is my baby now. The podcast is my child. Um... But it's interesting that like that small game about little monsters fighting each other is something that has brought me to one of the uh, the people I feel closest to in my life. Mm. Um, and through that, uh, from that point on, Pokemon always became a, a point of more about uh, making friends and really just connecting on like this silly little thing rather than I think Pokemon itself. Uh, I have several pictures from um, whenever there would be a new Pokemon release, Amelia and I, we would go to um, to GameStop. We would go to midnight releases, and we would, like, get all the dorky hats, the posters, everything. We would make a whole... We did it annually for a few years. Yo, Nintendo kills it with the swag for their for their releases, they by did. the way. There were like, these really just... dorky visors for Pokemon oh X and Y gosh, in yep. 20... Was it 2013, 2014? It would have been that, yep. yeah. Yeah. yeah, really dorky visors, and we <laughs> full on, <laughs> we full on wore them. We it was very corny, but to me, I have a bunch of like Pokemon posters and stuff, and I do enjoy the game. But it has represented wonderful connections I've made to people like Leftovers, people like Red Roach, um, people like Doctor Compost, and even Landfill. It's it it's gone beyond just the game to becoming something that helped me step out of my shell. Sure.
and to learn how much I really enjoy socializing with people. It just, you know, it's just not about like sports or like college stuff. It's about like the nerdy things. Yeah. So to me, it represents honestly like my social growth. Sure. That's really cool. Yeah. And I think that's something that's pretty, uh, it's like, it's just pretty interesting about our generation. Like you said, it's not like sports or other, um, it's a lot of, a lot of people in our generation will kind of relate to each other over video games that we like. Um, and even if there are video games that like one person likes more than another, um, like you can still talk about those and it, it still opens up a door for some kind of debate. I think Pokemon does this especially because we grew up with this IP. And I'll touch on that a little bit more in my thing, but uh, Leftovers, did you want to share yours? Yeah, so Such a great name. TJ kind of um, kind of took my thunder a little bit about the one meeting me and Hack. Um, <laughs> of course it's going to be my story. <laughs> Why do you think I had you on the show? Good point. <laughs> Overall, it's funny. Growing up, Pokemon wasn't really a um, very look much down upon. Um, oh, absolutely! Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, very much so. So I didn't, I didn't really get to grow up with it as much as you know TJ had. Or excuse me. Um, oh boy, these names I'm gonna. I can keep it's no, it's fine. You can switch between names. It's completely yeah, okay. You, okay, okay. Yeah. I want to be respectful. I want to be yes, respectful. So <laughs> I want to call you by your trash. No, name, you're so. gonna use the nicknames. <laughs> this is my <laughs> But um. So being able to, because I was in college, because I had the freedom to like, not have to worry about someone saying, why are you playing this game? Oh, this game is so weird. You know, you shouldn't be playing this. You know, you can't have this here. Being able to play at college because I could, and then having someone like TJ walk up to me and say, hey, what are you playing? That right there really got me comfortable in just being, I was already a social person anyway, but being more open, being more social, being outgo more outgoing. And then of course, on top of that, it actually led me to begin to be a part of student government at Hack at that time. Wait, I, I remember I wasn't in student government when you yeah. met, me. and the only reason why I want part of the reason why I wanted to do is because I did meet you, and you explained to hmm. me how awesome you know student government was, and what you know just being a part of that just community. And so, if it wasn't for me just sitting down playing a game in a lounge somewhere, him walking up to me, none of that would have really happened. And wow. that's, I was very, very, very grateful. I'm still very grateful to this day. I was part of student government. I was able to host events, being able to learn how to entertain people um, without having to be on the stage in theater like I was in high school. <laughs> being able to, you know, just be more open-minded, to learn about more different different people of different you know backgrounds different you know cultures different things like that being able to I was, I was a treasurer for student government being able to learn how to handle money spreadsheets do all these things like that and literally and you can argue oh you could have done that anyway Amelia you probably would have figured that out at some point but the fact that you know one person came up to me just because him and because we I was playing a video game Pokemon in this case um, and we found common interest in there that sort of jump-started that that whole thing, that whole scenario, that whole situation that happened in college, which now is the reason why I'm able to do, you know, I work at a bank. Um, I'm able to, you know, I, I, I've learned how to help people, learn how to organize myself, learn how to be an overall organized individual, more understanding, and because of that. And so, like I said, people can say what they want to say and, oh, well, you know, really, was it really the game that really got you together? And people can make your arguments, but I really feel like it was that moment where he said, hey, are you playing Pokemon? <laughs> is, is is really what really kickstarted that, and so cool. it is really awesome. I, and um, I'm he didn't know. I don't think he didn't know that story. I didn't tell him that. I didn't know that I was the reason you joined SDA. I had a hunch. Oh yeah. Like oh, I had. Yeah. I never. Well, I guess I never thought about it. 
Because we, we were we were in the government together for like two years. Oh, okay. Uh, when cool. we were at community college. Yep. Um, I hadn't actually I hadn't considered that. Um, I didn't tell anybody that before. I yeah. just I um I don't like to go into things without knowing someone, be more comfortable. And so the fact that he was there and he enjoyed it, and I saw that he enjoyed it, um, just made me feel comfortable doing it as well. And you know, here we are today. Oh, wow. there's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We got dogs. Yeah. Um, man, it's just, yeah. I just, I love that it's just this, it was just this little thing that just became this connection point to like really great moments in our lives. I cannot understate how connecting with people about Pokemon led me to love interacting with people socially, bringing people together. I'm a big fan now, a huge fan of like bringing people together, like through common interest whenever I throw a party or something, or like, is there some way that these people can relate when it comes down to it? It all started with this silly little game. Hmm. you know it's it's a lot it's crazy to think about that like for me um when when i was in college so i made a group of friends in college and uh, i was starting to just kind of sort of get to know to get to know the group um but there was there was one guy in the group um and his name is uh ben he's probably one of my closest friends from college at this point it was really funny because he and i weren't like we didn't really talk a whole lot when we um when i first got to like hang out with that group um but then i saw that he had posters up for like pokemon x and y and i was like oh you play pokemon and then like <laughs> from that like from there it was just like the two of us just started like to talk about that a little bit more it's so interesting that pokemon has this effect for like its fans is it like when you know that somebody else is a Pokemon fan, you're just like, oh, okay, now we can talk. We have like this, this we have like 10 years of video games that we can talk about. It's it's more than that. It's 20. Well, it's almost 25, 20, 25 years. Yeah. Um, your Pokemon gang gang. So we have like 25 years of games that we can talk about. I don't know why I said 10. That's, but that's, that's crazy to me. Like this is Ash something that has been, oh yeah, right. Cause yeah. Ash, Ash is always 10. Yeah. But that's something that has Pokemon has been around since we've been alive, like essentially. I mean, no, you—that's a good yeah, point. But for like, just about. for just about. for most of us, if not for as long as we've been alive, for as long as we can remember being alive, right? So Pokemon for people our age is is very much a thing that like I'm I remember seeing the commercials for Pokemon Red and Blue, like the po the Pokemon Blue commercial where all the Pokemon get in the bus and then there's oh, like the Smash commercial. <laughs> And, it, and then, yep. like, the kid picks yep. up, it's the, yep. cart, the cartridge I, and, from Pokemon Blue. Yeah! I, oh, my yep. God. That, oh, yeah, that wow! Trying to, he's trying to catch them all, whatever. Yeah. 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 I remember that. That's, oh like, my one of my earliest memories is that. And, like, the weird commercials they had for Pokemon, like, uh, Red and Blue. And I think they had a weird one oh. with, with Gold and Silver. There was, like, a, a goose. You know, like, the Golden Goose, like, is always laying gold eggs. They wanted the yep. Pokemon yep. Gold cartridge came out eventually <laughs> or something the, like they that. They wanted the goose, yes. Yeah, yes. they it was... won the goose to 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 um to what do you call that to get out the the game the gold yeah, right. Pokemon gold. I don't think I ever saw and this version before. The kids like and then um but then after the goose does it, then the the kids <laughs> the kids are like, all right, now we get another one for so and so, and the goose is like, his eyes get all huge. It's like, uh... yeah, yeah. That was the inspiration for a titled Goose Game. Um, um, you know what? I just realized. Pokemon is my Harry Potter. I was ah, never a okay. Harry Potter. You know how they're like Harry Potter kids? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, okay. that's the yeah. whole... Oh, that's sorry. Like, whole... I cut you off. No, you're fine. No, I'm agreeing with you. It's like, that's their whole shtick. Like, like, that's like their whole... Uh, what term are you say? That's like their whole... Um, 
identity. fan base like that's like ide- yeah like i didn't like the mm-hmm. thing that's like for us it's like how we're discussing how pokemon's like our thing sure. like that's how like we identify like that's how we because that's something that's like like you said like it's been around since we were pretty much like two years old or however <laughs> and it's like yeah that's for them that's what they're but like tj like that's how i was like i could i could never grasp harry potter i'm like i'm like why are you why are they all flying around on broomsticks <laughs> so is it, he's a little wizard boy <laughs> um yeah i can never oh, speaking of which did you ever watch uh grim adventures of billy and mandy of course yeah. so do you remember the episode with nigel planter where the, the kid who's like oh my god a mock of harry yeah. potter oh you see that? my god I do. Re- I just rewatched that recently. How do you remember that? That Nigel Planter kid was a creep. Yeah, he was. The he worst. was like hitting he was... on Mandy and everything. Yeah, he was. I remember him being a terrible character. Like, hey, and him. I just got the Nigel is just another English name and Planter versus Potter. Like, yep. it just dawned <laughs> on me. Like, um, Pokemon is 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 my Harry Potter because I was never a Harry Potter kid. I remember like right around when it started being really popular. I mean, I remember kids reading the books. Kids were reading uh, Harry Potter. I was reading Magic Treehouse, which to me is the far better fantasy oh. uh, kid oh series. Oh gosh, I Magic Treehouse is love those books. Magic Treehouse does not those get the respect it deserves. It does not get the respect it deserves out here in these streets. Oh my gosh! Um, I'm gonna tell you what. That's that's one of the best book series I've ever read in my entire life. So Magic good. Treehouse. Great. I loved series. it, and every single time they came up with a new one, it was just it was just amazing. It was I know it's not about Magic Treehouse, but Creed. I haven't. Yes, yes. I think we yes, found a new episode inspiration, y'all. <laughs> uh, children's books? Yes. <laughs> actually, oh, actually, we have that in the doc. Children's books? Hey, we have Junie B. Dark. Jones? Matthew Yo, Junie B. Jones! Oh. So, can so, I... I do want to... Like, this is kind of actually getting to my point about um, my like trashy 20s thing for Pokemon. I think the one thing... I, I, at this point, I, so I'm uh, 26 right now. Yeah, that's right. Um, you ever lose track of your own age? No. That was what just happened. For what me. just? What is um, happening? I have such a weird relationship with Pokemon at this point because, like, on the one hand, it's something that I've been like, it's it's an interest of mine that I've had since I was young. I started playing it with my older brothers. Um, you know, we would we would play Pokemon together. We would um, like talk about Pokemon all the time. Watch the TV show together and everything. But it's weird because. I feel like as we grew up, Pokemon didn't really grow up like with us. It did. Well, up until Gen Five, it did. Well, sure. And, yes. And honestly, yeah, it's it, that that's a lot of because you know the the whole mindset of it is it really was made for children. Of course, um, and I'm not initially. saying. And and the company is not going to make it more mature or make it any older. I guess that makes right. sense. Right. They've got to. That's why. That's why Ash is eternally eleven. Right. <laughs> It's a good point. No, yeah, he's not like Ben Ten, where Ben Ten aged. No, it's a that's a great point, and I, I agree. Like, I'm not asking for like an M-rated Pokemon game or something like that because I don't well, even I know mean, how you would start to develop I, that. I would just love um, an E Ten up. Give me, be, give, give me just like somebody saying ass once. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'm I'm all on board. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pokemon me, like, must be my my, game. my point is Pokemon must be such a difficult game to develop because you have so many fans. The, from so many different ages that play this game, right? Mm-hmm. And you have people that are playing it for completely different reasons. Absolutely. Like, there are some people that are playing for the competitive scene. There are some people yes. that are playing just for a storyline. And and it's got to be really difficult to be able to kind of make it for all of those different groups, right? But here, like, but here's the cool thing about it. It's that while I did say that earlier, I'm going to contradict myself right now. I think, though, <laughs> they've made it, they've made it really, really, like, accessible for everyone. So you mentioned, you just said 
uh, look how many um, facets of the game that you can take advantage of. Sure. Battling, you know, the strategic side of it where you can um, you know, have different moves, different stats. You can build up in a specific way. Um, unlike many, unlike other games, to be honest with you, you have the whole um, just even the collecting aspect, which was, I mean, that was the main, that was actually the very first thing. That, that's yeah. the first reason why I did. You know, uh, you, have, yeah, you have what? You want to collect every single one. You want to collect every shiny. You want to collect every legendary. You want to collect every bug Pokemon. I mean, you can just, I mean, all of yeah. that. I mean, that's just a whole category in itself. Well, it you was. have, you know, you know, the, you know, just the fact that it's a kid's game, technically. You have all these different <laughs> things. You know, it just there's just so many different things that they do such a good job with. And then what they did is take it sort of outside the game where there's mangas for it. Sure. There's the anime. Oh, I'm reading there's, the old manga right now. There's, you know, I mean, fan fiction. I mean, you can go on and on and on and on about oh. the toys, the, the everything. And so they've done such a great job with making it, you know, accessible for just not, not just for, you know, the 10-year-old. But yeah. for the twenty-six-year-old, for the forty-year-old, I don't know many forties to play. But and let's, let's be honest, when they st- oh, I'm sorry, I mean, I'll cut you off. No, you're good. Go ahead. Also, when you think about it, like when they started this, it was you know for kids. Sure. They yeah. didn't expect to be. They did not expect <laughs> age twenty years of aging fandom. Like right. they did not anticipate that there was going to be uh, like some guy in their like late forties. Who played this? Who played Red and Blue once when he was twenty six? Being like, maybe I should pick up that new Sword and Shield. Like, but I like, feel like, sorry. But also, how can you not expect that? Because I mean, think about think about things like comic books, right? When uh, when when Marvel first started making um, their characters in DC as well, like my my dad read comics when he was younger and so he started getting really excited when marvel movies started hitting the theaters because like it was something from his childhood that he really loved and so you know you have that i mean it's a little bit different because in comic books because there are different media you can already explore more mature themes and things like that my the thing that i think that i'm saying that i have such a weird relationship with pokemon at this point now is that like when you play the main storyline, there's a whole lot of like handholding and things like that, and it feels like that hasn't grown up oh, with that is us. So annoying. Um, and also, <laughs> which, like selling which that's sort of the balance of it. Of course, you got to yeah. balance yeah. that for the children of today. And I and I understand like some, but also kids are smart. <laughs> they're not right. They're not true. Like true. there are some kids that know how to like that could probably beat me at Pokemon. Like I mean, definitely, of course, there are. Granted, I don't have a competitive team set up, but still, like what I mean, I mean is, I'm willing to bet there are kids that could beat you. You're not, you're not like very good at battling. That's an. Insult. We haven't even played. Um, played? You won't battle me. Yeah, I know. I have challenged you to a battle <laughs> several times, and you have just been like, no, because you know you would get smoked like a delicious yes, pork cheek. But also because I haven't put the time into like building a team. Um, so I guess that's kind of my thing with it is that like um uh, and I, I I have some problems with like Sword and Shield in specific because of like the Pokedex and everything and like um I like that they a- added things back in Isle of Armor and they will be doing the same thing in Crown Tundra. Oh my gosh! Um, I'm so excited. For Crown which Tundra. looks like it's going to be a really good DLC, but I don't like taking old Pokemon out of the game and then using them as a selling point for DLC because it's not something that Nintendo typically does. Nintendo oh normally God. when they when they've been giving games on the Switch. It's like a full package. I know this is gonna be the thing in hot garbage. This isn't even the one thing that annoys me the most about Pokemon. Oh, um, 
this uh, this is just my little soapbox. It just feels weird, and it's like I think well, because of that. <laughs> fair enough. Um, I think because of that, that's like what uh, Pokemon in the last couple of years has kind of represented something different for me, and it's just kind of like one of those things where it's like I I like Pokemon still, but I'm not as willing to spend three hundred hours like trying to get my shiny Snivy with its hidden ability. Um, so that I can, you know, use that and get it battle-ready. My shiny Snivy with really good IVs and <laughs> Contrary and Leaf Storm. It and had a like, really good breakfast. Right, uh, exactly. it, You know, it's going to college. <laughs> uh, it's... Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to... We were listing all these things, and I was like, yeah, the sni and I was just, like, adding on. Okay, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> like, the I got you, I got you. Um, but no. I'm not gonna, I'm not as willing to spend that much time in, like, investing in the game. Can I say something So. Yeah. That's not Pokemon. That's you. That's us. Like, as we've grown up, we've had less time to invest in these games. I Sure. I think um when you and I, when, like, when Sword and Shield came out, and, like, I bought it, and I think, didn't you buy it, like, I was like, you were asking me how it was, and yeah. then I think you bought it a few days later mm -hmm. on vacation or something. So, you and I, we were playing it, like, really loving it, mm. and then... I think we both we both put it down for months. Yeah. Like we, we finished it, we played it for like a month and then put it down for like a while. Mm -hmm. And like I would pick it up every now and then to do like a Dynamax raid or something. Sure. But Dynamax raids were fun. They were. I just wish there were more Pokemon. <laughs> That's true. So I started picking up and playing again when Isle of Armor came out and you played Isle of Armor. You liked it. I did. You played it for like a few weeks. Mm -hmm. I really just for those who don't know, the Isle of Armor is like a DLC. Um it that just expanded like the Pokemon Sword and Shield games. I'm assuming so, if you're still listening to the Pokemon episode, you're probably up to date on Pokemon. <laughs> that's a good point. I'm not going to talk... I don't know. I don't want to talk that's down fair. to our no, listeners. No, you're right. You're right. But anyways, basically, like in this DLC, uh, there was like a lot of additional things they added that really like up the replay value sure. of the game, which is a really important thing for me. So, I played it a lot more, but I realized I was only doing that because I'm working from home. Um, I'm okay. home far more sure. now than I would be... Before the pandemic, so it was like you with Animal Crossing, yeah. where you were playing. <laughs> you, put, you put so much time. If you, hold on, I'm about to say something. If you don't want me to, like, no, that's cool. Do it. You put so much time into Animal Crossing, you put the privacy settings up on your pl time playtime for games, so that people wouldn't know how much time you put into Animal Crossing. Oh, it was, it was a lot of time. It, it was, was it, was it was a lot. It was. Um, uh, that was my like that got me through some that rough was your pandemic. times yeah. in 2020. That was your early pandemic. Like it's. I love that there are phases of the yeah. pandemic. Sure. Um, but <laughs> the Animal Crossing and Tiger King phase. <laughs> oh, the Tiger King phase. I was right, the Tiger King phase of the pandemic. Um, but no, like, I feel like, okay, I was able to, for a couple months of the summer, I put, I think, an extra 150 hours into Pokemon. And that was only because of the pandemic. I didn't have as much going on. And I think as we were, like, teens and, like, young kids... It was easy for us to get like these 300 like hour play times on Pokemon. Whereas now as adults, mm. we pretty much are like, if we put the game down and then do some extra story, we'll do it. But like, yeah. I feel like that's more of an adult thing. Like the experience is going to be different. There's probably a teenager right now who's figuring out how to get a shiny, a, a shiny, the, ha the hash slinging, no, um, a shiny Snivy. Um, or something mm. like that. Well, you can't get Snivy in the game. No, you can't, which is a crime against I, I could, humanity. I will say, I will say this um, to sort of, for Aaron's point, yes, you're right. We don't have a lot of time as well, as much as we used to. But I will say this, you know, and this is very, very much about how um, media is being presented to children these days, or anyone these days. You know, the whole 
you know, streaming services, you know, you're paying to watch a specific type of streaming service, you're paying for extra things, you're paying, and honestly, video games themselves, I mean, literally, Call of Duty, for example, is, you know, they literally give you a shelf a game for like 60 bucks, and then you gotta buy another, another 60 bucks later just to get maps and guns and stuff like that, and it's just money, 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 and so it keeps going, 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 I think Nintendo tried really hard not to do that, but I mean, it's kind of they're just rolling with the flow. To be honest with you, now, yeah. Um, and all their games, I, I what Smash Brothers is doing that. Obviously, they've right. been you know, the twenty-five bucks for a whole pack, which is a great deal. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> that's also well, because I, I I play that game religiously almost. So that's probably why I think it's a great deal. Which your playtime? Can count? I? I, I that I that, that is okay. not that is for you to see and not. <laughs> I wanna. I, I. I. I'm not. Not that I'm trying to disagree with you. I guess I just want to clarify, like what I was saying about Isle of Armor and um, Crown Tundra. When 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 you get a Switch game, for the most like, I feel like every Switch game that I bought, for the most part, like I get my value out of it. I would agree um, with that. My the base That's of fair. like Pokemon Sword. I put enough time into the campaign that I was like, okay, I guess that that was worth it. Sword maybe a little bit less than other games, however, like Breath of the Wild, for oh example, my gosh. Oh. or like Super Mario Odyssey, or yes. um, you it had like I've already pre-ordered Monster. I haven't played Odyssey, but I know I've heard so many good things about it. Um, Monster Hunter Surprise. Rise is going to be coming oh. out in a few months. Oh. Um, all of these other games that we, that I that I just like talked about, um, they're they're all like they feel like complete sixty dollar products, and then the DLC that you get in including Smash Brothers, by the way. It's like, when you bought Ultimate, like, I've, I've probably played Ultimate more than any of my other Switch games. Same. Um, 360 and, hours, I think. Yeah. Put into it. It's like a... It, Actually, well, I can tell you, Matt. I can't tell you. Yeah, I, I'm so curious <laughs> to know your playtime. Um, All right, let's see. Sorry, I have the dog coming after me right now. It's oh. okay. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's see what we got. We got... Um, keep talking. So, like... I'll, I'll show you what my hours are. We paid for these, like, base games, but, and they feel like a complete product, and then the DLC is just, like, extra cherry on top. You know what I mean? Like, that that's the kind of DLC model that I can get behind, where mm-hmm. it's, like, you play the base game, and you put enough time into it that you really feel like you get your money's worth, and then these other things are just, like, it's more of what you love. That's what I like that um, Nintendo does. Yeah, Nintendo does a great job of this. I guess what, I, what I'm saying for Sword and Shield specifically is, to me, it feels like the balance sways a little bit. Like, they removed the Pokemon from the Pokedex to resell them to you in the DLC as a selling point. Um, which I know there are a lot of people, when, like, Dexgate happened, air quotes... Like, people were crying about it and, and everything. And, like, I'm, I shouldn't say crying. Um, I, I think Another it's a valid point. point. Like, it's... But people went a little too far. Um, For any listener that's still curious, um, that's still listening, Audrey, um, <laughs> <laughs> but may not know what we're talking about. Audrey probably knows if probably. she's listening. Um, Dexgate was a thing that happened that when Pokemon was announcing their latest Nintendo Switch titles, they announced that they were going to be including about half of the what is it 800 plus pokemon yeah, that there a lot currently of po- are it, it is a lot of pokemon it, yeah, I'm not it's, gonna, a, it's, like, it's almost pop, almost 900 now it should, it should be about that time yeah, about that whereas month. whereas the last game which was on a much like which was on a lesser system and like mm. you know less computing power all that stuff whatever um included all what was it like 700 something pokemon yeah. so for them to say that hey we're only going to give you giving you half a lot of people took issue with it i am such a loyalist i didn't care um, it didn't bother me that much because when it came to it's it's one of those things where I was like yeah new Pokemon game is gonna take my money like it wasn't even sure. I don't even think about it anymore yeah. when it comes to a new mainline title. I, um, I, but I hear what you're saying though. And I'm sorry, oh, wait, not it's trying eight, to... 
It's 896. Hours? Dang, man. No, no, Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. oh okay, all right. I thought oh, I was no. your oh, time no, for oh, like, like, what? Shoot, dog. Oh, no, 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 wait, wait, no, 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 my hour, oh, that's, no, my hours is, no, 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 that's nothing. My What's your hour like, count? That's like 980, almost 1,000. Is your, wait, is he seriously for Smash? Yeah. Played for 980 hours or more. Dang, my dude. That's a lot of time. That's an investment. But, but, See? but that's because that's literally the only game I really ever play. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, can I say one thing? Just I, I know yeah, I, say, I keep saying that, and then I have like more things that I say. I'm not trying to make this talk negative. Uh, the so, whole next segment is negative. I'm sorry if that just swung that way a little bit. I still I still love Pokemon and I still love like talking about it and I still I think the 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 mainline games um have been like they're just they're not always they're not 100% geared towards like people our age and that's fine because it's their decision who they develop for. I think at this like uh, even though I'm interested in the property and I'm interested in the franchise, I think at this point it's it's okay to just kind of realize it's like it's not for me anymore and that's all right. The next yeah. generation can have it. I realize and, I'm I'm like that way with another I agree with you. Let's go ahead and just take a, a quick break and we'll be back very shortly hey we really appreciate you listening we're gonna get right into the next segment we're here to do the dump where we give you the worst advice possible and today we're gonna be giving you the worst advice on how to be the greatest Pokemon trainer ever boys be like Ash Ketchum don't evolve your stuff <laughs> I like I like the Paul method, which is uh, to treat your Pokemon poor so that they can mm. be great. Mm -hmm. You know, because if so, so, so so borderline animal abuse. Borderline, yes. The keyword oh, is borderline. Shoot. Yeah. Um, I, I think Paul was really a role model because uh, if he he took the Ricky Bobby, uh, <laughs> he took the Ricky Bobby philosophy of Pokemon training, which basically, if you weren't first, you were last, Chimchar. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I think with uh, his Electivire, uh, it was Whoa. first, and to him, Chimchar was last. I uh, I think the best thing that you could possibly do as a Pokemon trainer is make sure that you only um, use Pokemon that you think look cool, because everybody knows that the coolest, the Pokemon with the coolest designs are always the strongest Pokemon. I mean, look at, like, Sometimes. Absol. Objectively... <laughs> The, I, mean, I mean, you're right, like, <laughs> phenomenal defense, right? Phenomenal defense with exactly. Absol. Phenomenal. <laughs> it's basically a piece of toilet paper. Right, yeah. Absol is, like, I mean, but but based on its design, you would expect that it's probably really good at using, like, Swords Dance and very good at, like, Aerial Ace. Um, you must be talking about its mega evolution. And, and uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's what um, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> very good at Cut because it's so edgy. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, oh, you know, you know, Oof. you know something that'll that. make a fantastic that trainer. Um, <laughs> also, also, I'll say this: I say that I, I know one of the best, best ways to be like, one of the best trainers of all time. You just get get your starter, and that's it. That's all you do. <laughs> by, by the, and by the time, by the time you get to like the second gym, you're already like you know third evolution. You're already level you know forty. Just. Just breezing through everybody. That's yeah. it. That's all you gotta I, do. That's it. I think you piggyback on that philosophy and you take your level five Bulbasaur mm -hmm. and you just basically you need as a Pokemon trainer, you need to have the confidence that you as a ten year old uh, can defeat a grown man. Yeah. Um of basically course. so you need to take that same confidence and honestly, why not just take your level five Bulbasaur and challenge the Pokemon League the yep. second you start your journey? 
Uh, so, uh, so Ash Ketchumit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Look, you are a grunt in a world criminal organization. organization and yeah. You're being uh -huh. defeated by a child. Yeah. All I'm saying <laughs> is that it, there are other methods to deal with this, and you're not using them. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. You can't let like, your whole criminal infrastructure go down by a 10-year-old that has been permitted to travel the world. <laughs> with a, with a monster. With a monster. <laughs> with a little monster in the side that you throw a little ball at. When you said the thing about, like, challenging people with your level 5 Bulbasaur, I had, like, this, I, this like, image in my head of the super derpy cartoon where there's just, like, a like a 10-year-old child with, like, their tongue, like, kind of, like, halfway out, and they're just, like, staring at, like, Brock. And, I don't know, this, like, this is a, a, a world where Brock is, like, crazy muscular. And they just, like, they just, like, take a Bulbasaur out of their pocket. It's not even in the Pokeball. And they just, like, throw it at the Onyx. I think someone's yep. made something like this. More like, it's like Pokemon Rusty. <laughs> that <laughs> so has to like be a thing. Go, Bidoof! Um, and he, like, throws the <laughs> um, Landfill, I think I cut you off earlier. What were you trying to say? The Team Rocket Disposal, it's like, yes. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of other ways to deal with you or preventing you from being humiliated by a 10-year-old trainer <laughs> than losing to that to said trainer in a Pokemon battle. Like, you, exactly. like you, you could just smack them on the hand, just be like, no, we're playing this. <laughs> <laughs> you could just call Child Protective Services and say, hey, there's a 10-year-old. But apparently in the Pokemon world, you get your driver's license at 10. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. I mean, hey, it's a different time. It was a, it was a different time and a different, different time. Place. You mean different, different universe. Uh, Pokemon <laughs> trainers, different it's a different time. universe. Different, different, uh, different reality um, or different uh, 2D style. I think what you should do to be the best possible trainer is to like not, not even care about like type matchups at all. So oh, be ass catcher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, like, exactly. So literally, exactly. Ash, literally. When Ash, I was just watching the uh, the 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 Pokemon Ch League Championships for Alola. Ash decided that oh. he would take his Rowlet, a Rowlet, <laughs> and wow. put it up against a Decidueye. Now, for those of you who don't know, Ash went ahead and put his baby Pokemon up against the fully evolved, powerful version of some that same Pokemon. <laughs> With the same types, which meant he was at a huge disadvantage in terms of power as well as type advantages. His Rowlet! Like, <laughs> the Rowlet, by the way, knew three moves. That's true. Three, and the Rowlet won the battle. Yeah, it's because the, it's the nerve it, of Pokemon writing. All because so the Rowlet learned so Feather Dance. That's the and, only reason he won the battle. And you're, you know, the funny thing is, they, and they troll you too. If you watch that episode, they troll you. They they have the Rowlet wear a costume. Yep. <laughs> that looks like the Cinchuan. <laughs> and it's like, why don't if you look TV producers, creators, if you really want him to look like the Cinchuan, why not just have him? Exactly. Evolve? It was a slap in the face. It was At slap. least I that there's no way that battle would ever be won. And then no, and then they troll you even more at where they make you think like he lost. Yep. He actually just fell asleep. Oh! <laughs> you, know, okay. like, you know what? You know what? I'm wondering, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if there's, you know, if, if we're, if we're, since we're on this discussion right now, I'm wondering if there has ever been, like, a 10-year-old, like, I'm just gonna use the, I'm just gonna use, like, 10-year-old age demographic. If, like, there's ever been a 10-year-old kid who has watched the anime, like, and has watched Ash Ketchum do that, like, has watched him beat, like, the Elite Four with, like, a, 
like a you know a baby Pokemon. We'll use Rowlet for example, or Pikachu, what have you. And then they're like, "Oh, hey, I'm gonna do that." And then they try to do that like competitively, and they, they get smoked. <laughs> I'm wondering if that has ever happened. I can't. <laughs> oh, my friend, there has. There. Are, so there's. So like Pokemon. So Pokemon has a whole. Okay, we're just gonna say that the dump is now over. Oh um, no, I have one more. You have one more. Can okay. I? Can I yeah, say yeah, it? Can yeah. I say it? Okay, great. Right, if right. you want to be the best Pokemon trainer that has ever, ever, ever existed, I got one thing. I got one word for. You. I got one word for you. Oh, one word. Legendaries. Stop. <laughs> okay, that's it. The dump's over. An entire team of legendaries. That's all you need. There's so you many. Need, baby. I have. I'm so. Just. No, no IVs, no EVs, no natures, none of that garbage. I am so triggered. Get the most <laughs> powerful Pokemon <laughs> and put him in a team and please fight my roommate. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright. So, just for context, I was really into competitive battling over the summer because uh, yeah, I, I migrated all my old teams mm -hmm. and sometimes I would come out of my room frustrated because people would only use legendaries in their team and I took plenty of time for years building teams of like like well balanced and people would just be like all right rcs just use roar of time like <laughs> and it just it bothered me that people would just use the de facto uber tier mm. legendaries as opposed mm. to good old-fashioned it was i'm an old man that's basically what i'm trying to say get off my lawn kids to get to my other thing, I was just saying, landfill. Uh, there is, there's a whole Pokemon like YouTube, like a whole Pokemon YouTube universe, like PokeTubers and everything. And right now, the big thing in the Pokemon universe in YouTube is people doing challenges where it's like, I play Pokemon Blue, but my friends hate me. So they give you like lists of things that like you have, like challenges and things okay, you have to like cool. do. Um, like you have to catch a Spearow and then let it go, and you you can only use a Spearow to fight Brock in the first like uh, oh. the, the first gym battle, um, just like a, a multitude of like different challenges. And so there are people who will make challenge videos, being like, "Can I beat Pokemon Pearl using Ash's Sinnoh team?" So there are ones that uh, that do do that. My no, no, but what I'm saying is, like, I'm wondering if there are, like, kids. I'm not saying... Oh, like, oh. I'm wondering if there are kids who, like, foolishly and blindly believe the anime to the point that they stubbornly think that they can beat the game with Ash's team at, like, 10 years old. Like, it's like, scripted that if you use Ash's yes, team that you will win. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. That's there what has they to be. There has do, to be. Do you know they what's foolish. funny? Do you, do you know what's funny? That's, nice. This is not really Ash's team, but mm -hmm. uh, there was a guy, TJ, TJ might remember this, back in 2013, 2014, there was a guy who actually won the Pokemon like World Tournament. Pachirisu? With a Pachirisu on his team. <laughs> I right. did win. That. He did win. And it's like, you're not supposed to win with, <laughs> with Pachirisu? With, with, seriously, and you look at all the competition that the, you know, you have Garchomps and you have all these like super uber strong Pokemon and all yep. the, and the fact that this guy won, remember this is what, thousands of people, thousands of people and he won a tournament with the Pachirisu on his team. Oh you have to watch it. You have to literally watch it. It's, it's unbelievable. It's so unbelievable. Crazy. So speaking of things that kind of blow our mind about Pokemon, let's get right into our next segment. Uh, we're going to get into hot garbage. Uh, oh, in hot man. garbage, we each pick one thing about our topic that bugs us just a little bit. Can I go um, first? Yeah, please go, go ahead. For it. Because I, I think you might agree with the sentiment, and I've always just, just totally disliked this whole aspect of it. It's the whole ranking of Pokemon, like Uber, 
and smoke on oh, all those different things. Yeah, okay. For for your for your listeners, basically, what in, in the competitive world of Pokemon, um, what happens is you have some Pokemon are not created equal. Um, <laughs> some Pokemon are are better. Some Pokemon you, are Dragon better Knight, than other Pokemon. Yeah, The problem is though, it's be, it becomes to the point where people get so adamant about it. Mm-hmm. And that any the smallest little thing can make people go nuts. I remember yeah. specifically Greninja. Greninja is my favorite, one of my favorite Pokemon of all time. He's, he's and, one of the best. And guess he was really good. He had an amazing ability to where every single move would tur- uh, he would use, he would actually turn into that type of move. So if mm-hmm. you use Shadow Sneak, you'll turn to a Ghost type. Oh, uh, what was it called? Uh, protein. 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 Yeah, it was Protein. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Well, he was already good, but then. I guess he learned another because of Ultra Sun. I mean, um, um, not, um, Oros, um, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, yeah. He got an extra move that kind of like people took way over the top and they banned him from being used to be played and they put him in an Uber tier. And Jeez. to me, like, it's like, okay, are we like, are we that incompetent to the point where we can't adjust? You're, you're telling me because of one move that's not even accurate <laughs> that you you want to, and so. The whole ranking thing, and I get it. There are some Pokemon that are just worthless, like you know, stun Dunsparce. Yeah, Dunsparce. Yes. Oh, did you just say yeah. Shuckle? Shuckle's <laughs> really good. <laughs> uh, Sticky Web, Toxic, Stealth Rock, yeah, Gyro it was, Ball, it was highest highest defense in the entire game. Uh, Two thirty base defense, bud. Yeah, yeah. I, I, okay, whoa, chill out, <laughs> y'all. Uh, that was I said that like on purpose. And you also, see what I mean, though. But you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. I, that but that's not a ranking. That's, that's not a, a ranking thing. That's just that's a perfect Shuckles, example. Shuckles of... undeniably. Oh my god, am I perpetuating it? Yes, you yes. are. No. <laughs> Wait, this is. And that's, I don't and that's care sort about the thing. I don't care about tears. I do think certain Pokemon are better than others. Does yeah. that make sense? That's true. Right. That's true. Yeah, like think... Shuckle is better than a Dunsparce. I think what a, obviously what a, yes. I don't want to explain your point for you. Like, it, but of course, some Pokemon have better stats than others, and of course, there are some that should be like really good in specific areas. But like banning some specific Pokemon from competitive play based on just like one move or one ability, mm-hmm. when you could always change that to a different move or not use the hidden ability. That is, so, Amelia, are you saying that like just because they have that set up, like then Greninja's just out, or is it? And it's and it's oh, it's overall just. Oh man, it's it's just so tough because one, then they have different types of like the Pokemon Company even has their own rules. Hmm. You know, it's and so the fact that there's some like weird rules out there that you have to abide by no matter what, even though it's not really official anyway, it just, it just always bugged me. And then what happens is just like what we just did right now, unintentionally <laughs> we start arguing about a game to where we're trying to have fun with. And unintentionally, I, I I'm no, that's I, a good I'm point. Go ahead. No, I'm saying you're making a yeah, good point. No, you're right. right. I was doing that. And so um, that, that's one thing that, that bugs me sometimes. I, I remember, oh my God, TJ remembers this in the group chats with Rose and all of them. We would have, we would have just, um, like back in our community back then when we played and, and hack, we would argue all the time with mm. Nate. I remember, oh man, with Nate and stuff like that. We would argue all the time about, no, no, this Pokemon shouldn't have been banned. No, no. Sometimes it would take away the fun, you know, because we're, we're just we just want to play a game. We're sure. competitive, yeah, but we're, you know we're just trying to play. We're not we're not we're not professionals. <laughs> so <laughs> you make you, make, that, a good, you that, make a good point. That was the one thing that kind of bugged me. That, um, you know, I, I, hopefully it's better now. Probably isn't, but. Um, 
I'd say, I mean, there's still a competitive scene, so of course it's there. I think. Oh any, yeah, 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 of course. Mo- any game with like min maxing, you know, there's gonna be that competitive community that's like, oh well, this is you know, this is your optimal setup, optimal DPS, and all yeah. that. Like, yeah. um, I mean, Monster Hunter gets that way. Like, um, there's. He so, brought it back. Um, <laughs> he, <laughs> like, he brought it back. Um, Monster Hunter Destiny, like. Pretty much any any game that has min maxing capabilities in it, where you're like, this number is higher than this number. Like it, people are gonna get bogged down in, in the nitty gritty of that. I would love to play Six Degrees of Monster Hunter <laughs> for you to see how you can get back to Monster Hunter. Uh, does anybody else have a, a, a like uh, something that bugs them with my Pokemon? I do. Yeah, go ahead. Gen Oneers. Ah. Oh! Oh. Yes! Alright, we're done with conversation. <laughs> <laughs> is it your brother a Gen 1? Yeah, he is. Oh, so, oh man. They, they bug me. Oh. So, a Gen 1 is the kind of person that only thinks that the first generation of Pokemon is the only good generation of Pokemon. They're the boomers of the Pokemon family. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yes. Yeah. And the it's, boomers! <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because they do tend to be like a few years older than we are right now. Yep. Like, like they were the ones that, like, they were. Yeah. They, when it was released, they were probably like seven or eight, or like maybe even nine or ten. You know, and I so played like, Red and Blue, and I just think that like once it came out, there wasn't like when I played Gold and Silver, it just didn't really top it. So like, yeah. it just I don't think you can really get better than it. And I haven't played in twenty years. Right. It's just it's the, you know, so it's, uh, it's just it's just the way. <laughs> so there's no way it got better. You know, it's, it's just no um, way they improved on you know, it whatsoever. Honestly, the best like graphics if, are Red and Blue as well. If you look back at Red and Blue, uh, they had objectively the best Pokemon designs. I mean, a puddle of like grime and muck. Like, oh, well, Muck is a great design, though. Okay, I mean, yeah, but I mean, okay, so I don't know. People use that to discredit Gen 5, the best generation. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> so anyway, um, actually, so my, my thing no. about... my <laughs> Whatever. That's fine. No, we, like, can, uh, we can talk about that another time. We can talk about that another time. Yeah. But my thing about Gen 1 In what other podcast? Is, so my thing about Gen 1 is actually kind of twofold, is that on the one hand, like, it's annoying that people say that the first generation was the only good one, because sure, there was a lot that was good about it, but the, it had its flaws as well. Everybody that plays Pokemon knows this. There's not really a perfect generation of Pokemon, except except for Gen 4. Yes, thank you for saying it. <laughs> I was holding um, my breath. <laughs> anyway, Gen 2, or no, the other thing about it is that I feel like because there are so many people that love the first generation so much... That's why we go back to the first generation all the time in Pokemon games. I mean, think about even in Sword and Shield, Charizard was prominently featured. It's really which, annoying. It's, there are it's honestly, I feel like it's a bunch of pandering. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a bunch of pandering to the Gen Oneers, and I, I, I can't stand it. I'm just and, like, and remember when you got Gen One starters in, in in Gen Six? You get like a Bulbasaur and a Squirtle like mid. Yes, and X and y. that's what yeah. I mean. That's exactly like, why. Why? 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 But here's the thing. That here's the thing that I will I will say this in that in that aspect of it. It's one. It's really because Branding. number one, we as humans. Uh, well, I was gonna get to that point, but sorry, Amelia. We, we love this. We are we love nostalgia. We really our generation do. really does. Yeah, that's true really love nostalgia i mean you you look at every aspect of our lives you know yeah you're right in our generation where to the point i mean you see people wearing clothes you know the styles the hairstyles all the different things and i for me specifically i love nostalgia when they bring back like they revive series revive movies all these different things like that to me that's i love that so and then on top of that those pokemon charizard pikachu obviously because pikachu is the mascot yeah. You know, those Pokemon, they, they make the bucks, man. 
they make the bucks. That is know? another and good point. Because if, yeah. if you look at Pokemon cards, some of the most expensive Pokemon cards, at least today, the ones that come out today, obviously old ones are very expensive because they're old. But once today, like if you, if you, um, I, used, I used to play Pokemon TCG um, just a couple years ago. If anything had a Charizard on it and it was rare, that's that was that was probably one of the most expensive cards. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, you had what, a Rainbow Rare Charizard, the EX, whatever. Um, that was about three hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you really wanted that. And so the nostalgia, nostalgia is such a big factor in us. And Nintendo knows, or Pokemon Company, they know that. Yeah, true. So they will milk that as long as we are all still alive. And as There's long as yeah. we're alive. I'm I'm looking at uh I'm like going off that point. If you go because they did like they're doing like the V Max and the TCG yep, right now. Yep. If you go onto TCG Player right now and you look up the Charizard V Max, it's going for ninety seven fifty. It just that's came a out. New card. Yeah. Oh my god! So out. that's I'm... only going to appreciate in value too. Well, actually, also... no. It came down. It came down because it was one fifty. Yep. Uh, What's well, one fifty okay. and it dropped. And also, Yo, Pikachu Christ. and Charizard are the most famous Pokemon, like yes. of them all. Yeah, that's true. As a matter of fact, you have a Squirtle that we're looking at right now. That's like you have a Squirtle plush that's like right there. Yeah, I know. Um, it's true. But I also have. I know, matter of fact, I just saw Pikachu and Squirtle. No, Pikachu and Charizard were just in like a commercial that's been running on Hulu this summer. There's like some kind of TCG family game that's out right now. Yep. You you a matter of fact, folks. <laughs> matter of fact, Doctor Compass, you have a Pikachu and a Squirtle plush that's like in the house. Right I have now. a I have a pumpkin spice Pikachu. You do have a pumpkin spice Pikachu that's seasonal, one out of twelve months of the year. Yes, uh, not three. <laughs> three. Oh three no, months. I guess I guess he's definitely a Halloween it's Pikachu. Definitely September. But, and, and here's the thing, though, and it's a testament to you know the the people who designed this, who created this. You know, it's a testament to them because if you. I, I know you, you mentioned some of the designs are very simple, but those designs are, they are very, very classic and very yeah. good. They're very sleek. They're very just defined. They're not, you know, I mean, now you got Garbodor who looks like. Stop it. Garbage. <laughs> but. All right, maybe know, it's time to move on. Um, <laughs> but, but it's just that they're, they're so classic. They look, they're very relatable. Because that was the whole point of it in the first place. They're relatable designs. You know, you get, I mean, who doesn't like a, a unicorn on fire? You know, who doesn't want to see something like that? You know, and so I know I'm holding your eyes. Oh, no, no, no. You're, no, no, you're fine. Um, I just, I, I just, for, for that point, that's the, that's, to answer your question, that's why they do that. That's now, far. Oh, I was just going um, to interject. Like, the, um, there's, there's actually, somebody did research on, like, how um, Pokemon players' brains respond to seeing the designs of like Pikachu and things like that. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, oh that sounds it's really like, cool. It's um, there's a very like it's. I don't remember if it was uh, some specific hormonal response that Pokemon players have to seeing these designs, but it's it's like the nostalgia affects Pokemon player. Like, did they start lactating? Uh, wow. Okay. No, but I'm like. <laughs> You have there are other there are other hormones in your brain than those ones. There are other hormones than the sex ones. That's not a sex. I don't think it's a sex hormone. Anyway, anyway. Oh my gosh. Um. Start <laughs> oh my gosh. We could. This could have been a family friendly episode up until that point. Like, I didn't right, say anything right that up. was unfriendly for the family. That's. Again, I'm completely fine with what I just said. All right. I, I stand by it. <laughs> anyway, so there's... I don't know if it's, like, something specific to dopamine or something like that. Gosh, right through but my But, like, there's a... Uh, there's a, there's some sort of specific nostalgia response that, like, Pokemon players in specific have seeing those designs. So I guess, like, 
they know that they have that psychological effect on Pokemon players as well. That like, oh man, I gotta have that. It has Pikachu in it. So yeah, it's true. Yeah. I will say this: I, I, you know, there was I saw um, Japan. I guess that was last year, year before. They had a top ten favorite. I guess their favorite. I will say this: they said it was the very first time ever where a non-Gen One Pokemon was listed as a top, like number one. It was Greninja, wasn't it? It was Greninja. Yep. (laughs) I knew it. That's crazy. And so you wonder, is it, what, is it because, because I will say this, they pumped him out. They pumped that Pokemon out for advertising, the TV show, the Ash Greninja thing. Being in Smash. Being in Smash, yeah. Yes, yeah. And so is it advertising, you know, just putting it in your face? Is it, is that, is that the reason why we have those emotions and those feelings? Or is it because they just look that good and they're that awesomely designed? I mean, that's, I guess, the question for a different time, but sure. who, what is it really? You I know, mean, is, it, is it just throwing in our faces or is it something to where we actually like that? Frog Ninja? So, like, I think, it's, I think it might be a mix. But Greninja has objectively, like, one of the best Pokemon designs. True. Like, what I think stats, about Greninja? Oh, everything about him. Stats, sure. you know, voice, just everything. It's what just, I- he's so cool. When I think about Greninja, I think about all the fun I've had playing him in Smash 4 specifically mm. and uh, battling with him. Um, but that's exposure, though. That's that's not Greninja itself. That's just you were exposed to it. No, I'm saying that's my familiarity with him. I, right. like, I have a, like a warm spot in my heart when I think about all the fun I've had with that character. Mm. Like Pokemon battling and in Smash 4. Yeah, Pokemon's great. Pokemon is awesome. You know what? Um, this has been an absolutely delightful episode just talking about uh, this wondrous thing. I'm really glad we dig into the nitty 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 gritty of battling, which yeah. I was like worried about. We, we, we almost did. It. We, we almost did. did. Yeah. It, <laughs> like, we all know we could. We all know we could. Yeah. Maybe we should make some kind of like podcast mini series on Pokemon just to oh. get all of it out. Um, but what we're going to move right now into is our last segment. We're going to get into our Rotten Rex. In this segment, each. A host gives something for the other host to try, something to do. It doesn't necessarily have to be bad. It doesn't have to be good. But we want to expose each other to different things, so long as it's accessible. Uh, I'll go ahead and get it started. Um, last week, I was told um, to attempt to make mods within Skyrim on PS4. Now, unfortunately, for the first time ever, I think it's my first time missing her. I-, I missed a wreck. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to uh, get it completed in time, um, so that's on me. So I will be back. Um, next week, um, I mean, during the next episode, to talk about what that uh, experience was. Um, uh, Logan, because I think you're giving me a wreck. You can still give me a wreck, and I'll just do both and just talk about them uh, next time. Sure. Um, In this case, I think I'm giving a wreck to you. Yeah, you will be. Okay. I'll be giving one to Logan. hmm? And I'll be giving one to Logan. Okay. I have a Pokemon-related wreck for you that I... You might have seen this. I don't know if you have. Okay. Um, You ever heard of Starter Squad? Um, you you were watching an episode of it a while ago and told me about it. Mm-hmm. Starter Squad is a really fun little Pokemon miniseries about a Charmander who doesn't take anyone's shit. Um, <laughs> like, literally, the trainer picks him, and then he's like, nah, this is not how I'm living my life. And he crushes the Pokeball and then ventures out on his own, and then he teams up with a Bulbasaur and a Squirtle 
um, All right. to uh, basically make their own names as Pokemon, and they're called Starter Squad. Squad. There's this whole thing with like a Caterpie with a mm. silly voice. It's really, really fun, and it's 3D animated. Oh, cool. Um, I think I've seen that. I think I've it, actually seen that. Yes. It's really, really good. It's like nine episodes, So, okay. but they edited them into a movie. Cool. So I'm going to have you watch the movie version. Um, it's like episodes one through nine. It's like an hour or something. But tr- okay. trust me, as a Pokemon fan, it's delightful. It's really fun. Okay, and cool. Enjoyable. Um, I'll check it out. Yeah, that's what your records for next week are. Cool. How did last week go for you? Um, last week went well. I listened to the Comic Storian video of uh, about uh, World War Hulk. Oh, I love Comic Storian. Um, oh, I love Comic Storian so much. <laughs> that was uh, yeah, that was yeah. Sorry. That was uh, that was landfill's recommendation for me. Um, and it was, uh, so it was the, the, it was basically just like a, a retelling of, um, World War Hulk. Um, mm-hmm. and it was really interesting. It was cool. Cause I've actually never read World War Hulk and I wanted to, um, but oh. it was, it was, um, yeah, it was, I, I didn't really start getting into reading comic books until like a few years ago. Um, and there's some stuff that I haven't like gone back to read yet. I read Civil War, and it's if you read Civil War, you have like where's Hulk the whole time in Civil War. Civil War um, World War Hulk explains all of that, um, and it also has like a completely different timeline um, about like uh, how basically Hulk is like one of the strongest characters in the Marvel universe. Um, and they actually do a couple different ones of this. There's like a House of M or something like that where. Uh, Great arc. Where um, there's Maestro Hulk and all that crazy like there's yep. there's a whole bunch of stuff that like you know Hulk is such a powerful character, and it was really cool to go through like his retelling of the story. If you're if I, I think for like I, I really liked um, watching the video and listening to him talk about it. I think for me, I probably would prefer reading a trade paperback in that sense as opposed to like a retelling of it. But if you want to get like a quick, um, kind of a quick like snapshot of the story and kind of have it like have them explain it to you, this is this is definitely a good place to go. They do a good job of narrating the story and doing some different voices for different characters, uh, and it's yeah, it was really cool. It was a really good recommendation. Thanks, Logan. Because I have an idea for you, Logan. Because this is sort of related to what we were talking about in the episode, but it's not Pokemon. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, Logan, do you have a uh, an Xbox or a PS4? Or do you have both? PS4. Okay, cool. Uh... What is this? I want you to borrow my copy of Monster Hunter World. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Um, and at some point, uh, before we record the next episode, I'm going to take you on your first uh, monster hunting excursion. Ooh. <laughs> So you're going to borrow my copy on the PS4 and I'll figure out a way for me to be able to play it with you. Okay. Um, and then we'll, we'll hunt some monsters together. Could you guys do multiplayer? Is that a thing? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's like the best thing that's about the, Monster that's Hunter. That's the thing about it. You get four people together. Yeah. You, you, your own gear, with all the gear that you made, and you all four go out and get this gigantic monster with your little buddy, Cat Pal. Okay. Aaron is about to explode. And you get a dog oh, in the next in one. Here. You're okay. She's you, not in here. No, me, me, Aaron. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you get Sorry. a dog. Not, not, not your wife. And, not your wife. And you even get to take one of them with you when there are four people together. So it's four people and all of their buddies. Well, Wait, only... can you, how can he, if he has your copy, how are you going to play? I'll figure it out. Okay. It's fine. Monster Hunter base is, Monster Hunter World base isn't super expensive right now, so it's not a big deal. 
Okay. Um, oh, okay. Landfill, you're up. Um, so my recommendation for this past week was for TJ from TJ. Um, it was, yeah, it was. was it was Pokemon Journeys, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. Now, was it just the first episode or was it multiple episodes? Because I only uh, watched the first, the first two episodes. Okay, because I watched the first. I only watched the first one, but I was delighted by it. Like I, I yeah. liked it. it. It was it was great. Um, so like it basically is like it's basically like follows like Ash Ketchum, I guess like in a different like from what I've gathered from is like from like a different story like a different story arc although like at one point it does say like oh he's been on like multiple adventures like that's all like it alluded to in like the first episode um but it also follows like his pikachu that come that starts out as a, a pichu and then shows it's like how Bad. it evolved how it evolved from the pichu into the pikachu that was one of the um, coolest things i've ever seen the, yeah, yeah yeah sorry like, so so um yeah like i thought I might actually watch like the rest of this. Like this is interesting because like I kind of like looked ahead at like the previous episodes and they like they actually go to like it looks like they go to like the Galar region and things like that. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, okay, all right. I was like, I might have to check this out. Yeah, it, I really got into it um, because I, I'm a big fan of Emilio knows this. I'm not the biggest only anime ever since Gen Four. I was kind of like out. But I always go mm -hmm. back and watch the Pokemon League battles because I love the animations. I always skip past the dialogue because it's annoying. But the <laughs> animations and the battling and the dramatics, I'm always a fan of. So mm -hmm. I knew that Gen 7's battles were up on Netflix and I just decided to start watching them out of the blue. Um, and I was like, wow, that was really good. That was really, I was like, Ash, like, wow, that was really, really fun. Um, and so then I decided to check out, I just, I was like, well, let me just check out what the next anime is like. I always watch the first episode or two to kind of see like what they're doing. And to see that, for those of you who don't know, uh, any, everyone knows what Pikachu is, that doesn't need to be explained, but it's pre-evolution Pichu only evolves into Pikachu when the Pichu is exposed to a high amount of friendship. So to see that Pichus in the wild evolve still through that method which we only ever thought about that method via trainers to realize that they evolve because they befriended like another pokemon yep. very well i was like that is such a creative right. way to do oh, that that's adorable um, power friendship yeah basically the pichu falls in line with this clan of kangashkan which are another pokemon in kangashkan are basically mother pokemon uh they have uh they're like kangaroos and they um they have like little pouches and they always have like a little baby like well, with them. jacked kangaroos that's yeah, that's, that's more like it yeah, yeah. um so kangaroo jacked yeah and so one oh, of the kangaskhan takes pichu <laughs> one of the kangaskhan takes pichu under its wing or its jacked arm and to see it was such a it was like watching a nature documentary like it, but it was like really cute <laughs> did it. i really liked it that's awesome um yeah landfill if you watch like I recommended the first two to you because like each episode they go to a, a different point in the whole Pokemon world. Yes. So it's not just the Galar region. They go to the Galar region only twice in the first three episodes. In the first like in in the first twelve episodes, they only go to the Galar region twice. They go to like Snowpoint City from Gen Four. They go Ooh. to like, they they go all around, and it's like this is really fun because it's they said they wanted this to be kind of a marriage between like some of the old fans and the yes. new ones. Um, it's really Ash's, cool too. I was gonna say what's really cool too. They even they even which I was surprised 
they even brought back the mega mega evolution thing. They did, the, yeah. Where where he fights that the, I forgot her name. Forgive me. The gym leader with the Lucario and um, oh, and X oh, and in Gen Four. Um, no, the no the no no the um, X and Y one. I haven't seen that episode yet, but I know what you're talking but, about. But but she does mega evolve, yeah. and so it was cool to see that again. And I was like, wow, like they brought back mega evolution i thought they would you know let that die well that, oh, that's not no they just brought it to pokemon but, go so they definitely are like still like it's still something in there like uh, but it was, it was just cool to see like the content the con what do you call it the continuation you know yeah. even though he's still 11 years old for some reason so yeah let's not talk about that <laughs> so emilio um do you have a group recommendation for the three of us i do actually so i have it actually here so i've been I can't read read at the moment just because oh my gosh, I don't you can't read you need to stop <laughs> uh, and so what I do in the car I have audible um, mm -hmm. oh, this sounds like a YouTube ad right now <laughs> yeah That's... have you guys tried audible <laughs> hey guys subscribe now click the link down promo... below get your free 30-day trial yeah promo code oh, promo, promo, promo code, code leftovers promo code leftovers but but if, if you guys prefer to actually read the actual book um, I encourage this so there's a series that came out um, what year did it come out it came out about Maybe two years ago, maybe two, mm -hmm. three. Oh wow, maybe three years ago now. Holy smokes! So now I don't know much like Star Wars. Oh, it's it's on Audible. It's on. It's an actual. If you can get physical copy, it doesn't matter which one. Um, I, I'm sure you guys like Star Wars, correct? Yeah. So specifically, um, when it comes to these books, I, what I recommend then for the obviously the first book. That's what I want you guys to read. Um, the first book of just Thrawn by Timothy Zahn. Um, I encourage you to read either one or two chapters, however much you guys feel, or listen, because I guess it is on Audible, which is much, much, I'm not going to lie, it's much more accessible. Okay. Um, but it's just, you'll see, it just, it is so, it, the way the way it's written, it makes, it's so intellectual and so, just so interesting, the way this guy thinks. You, when you, yeah, just read the first two. There you go. That's my recommendation to you guys. Cool. All right. We never had a book recommendation yeah. before. That's new. And I've already, I've, already, I've been interested in Thrawn, and I've actually read a book by Timothy Zahn. Granted, it was a, years ago. It was called Dragon mm -hmm. and Thief. Mm -hmm. um, so, He's a great writer, man. Yeah. He's really, really good. Okay, thank you very much for the recommendation, leftovers. You guys may have been hearing a nice little tune uh, throughout our episode. Yeah, actually, that's the song um, "Lessons" by my band Space Between. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify. Uh, you can find our music on Spotify as well. Um, so if you want to check us out there, go ahead. You know, speaking of Spotify, you might be listening to us on there, but did you know that you guys can find us through a multitude of other avenues? You can find us on Google Podcast, Apple Music, Anchor, which is uh, the the app that hosts us so wonderfully. And you know what all of those places have? Podcasts? Other than podcasts. What? Places where you can review those podcasts. That's true. We, um, we would love it if you guys would leave us a five-star review uh, to let us know how perfect we are. Yeah, but only five stars, because if you give us like less than that, we're going to be sad. That's just a word for me said. We know that this isn't the perfect show. Um, but if you have something nice to say, you know, uh, right. we'd love to hear from it. You guys can also send us messages or... Um, oh, yeah. You can send us messages, because we have an Instagram and a TikTok, the Never Dying app. Granted, we're recording this a couple weeks before release, so... Who granted, knows? we're recording this also before there's any news about Crown Tundra, which... Sure. I wish there was news so we could have talked about it, but eh. we can't. Um, um, we also have a Gmail, actually. So teamtrashcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us about like things you want to hear us talk about or um, 
you know, uh, if you have any questions for us, anything like that. Yeah. We do have shows blocked out towards to the end of the year. We do. Um, we, uh, we have top. What is our next topic? Actually? Oh my goodness, that's a good question. That's Halloween. A good question. Is it Halloween? Is it Halloween? Yes, I, I believe so. It is Halloween. I think it's Halloween. We're doing Halloween is our next episode. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, on Instagram you can you can send us a DM. You can also see some of our ridiculous sketches and photos. You might have seen our recent fall fashion photos. Um, on TikTok you can take a look at all those just the sketches and maybe send us an email. Well, you know, we also just want to give a big thank you to the gentleman who's been editing our podcast lately. Uh, he is a, a champion, a oh, homie. Yeah. Uh, a, a smooth, just, pimped out player from the street who knows how to get his yeah, doctor compost. I don't, I don't know where we ever found this guy. He's just... just <laughs> Did you just chef's kiss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the best himself. guy. Yeah, he does. He's it's been, me, by the way. It is. It is you. And we, we thank you very much for editing whatever this show is. <laughs> um, guys, this has been a delightful episode. Thank you for uh, connecting with us um, about Pokemon. Yes. And, uh, you know, with that being said... Smell, Smell you later! later.